Hello, and welcome to Choosing a Life of Wellness, a podcast series brought to you by Ordered Place, the wellness capital of London. In this series, thought leaders, tastemakers, and industry experts come together to discuss what it means to choose a life of wellness. Ordered Place at the Broadway is a new city culture and a contemporary wellness destination that is set to reinvigorate Westminster. Find out more by following us on Instagram at orchard.place. For our very first episode, we are delighted to be joined by the founder of Evansera, Tom Savagar. Tom is an expert in foresight, strategy and transformation and has created placemaking strategies for the likes of Grosvenor, Ema and Night Dragon. For two decades up to 2019, he has been forecasting and making the future happen with the Future Laboratory for the world's biggest and best known brands. With his new company, Avancera, Tom now focuses his skills and network on building next-generation enterprises. In this episode, we will be discussing the strategy behind Orchard Place, the wellness capital of London, and the future of well-being, as well as asking Tom personally what wellness means to him. Hi, Tom. Welcome to the Orchard Place podcast series. Can we start by you giving us some insight into the concept of Orchard Place, how it evolved, and what's the vision? Thank you, Gemma. Hello. Yes, no, Orchard Place was conceived by looking to the future. We were looking at the nature of placemaking and, and prime developments, but more importantly, looking at where consumers and retailing and hospitality was headed. So there were lots of moving parts. It was fair to say that the, this, the inspiration for this really came down to the importance of the rise of local, that more of us are expecting and demanding a local experience. But at the same time, we have attention spans that are increasingly decreasing. So we wanted to have a cultural experience as well. But more importantly, and this is very much the kind of the anchor for the whole thing, the importance of wellness. So wellness is now a trillion dollar industry that affects and permeates every part of our lifestyles. So we ended up with a very important, I guess, uh, you know, core of this concept, which is around the importance of wellness, but, but really the kind of rich spectrum of what that could mean. And Orchard Place is going to be sort of London's newest lifestyle destination, you know, wellness capital of London. Can you expand on how you're planning to achieve this? Yeah, there are three dimensions to it. I think, you know, at its core, it's, it's, it is a destination because um, everything it does comes back to enriching human wellness. That is a constantly moving target. The definition of that is always expanding and being innovated. So the core of this bit of this concept has to be a destination that is constantly examining and exploring what that could mean. But at the same time, it needs to be a thriving ecosystem, one that thrives and very much looks at concepts like sustainability, but behaves like an ecosystem. So a very collaborative environment for partners to get involved as well as locals and visitors. And then more importantly, the idea that it has to be a cultural hotspot for all things wellness. So the idea being that something new is always going to be happening there. And that's what that's what creates a magnetism and a, a kind of a constant uh, awareness of what this place could be. And how important do you feel human well-being will be for people post-pandemic? That word, yeah, I think it's fair to say that, you know, we have had a bit of a reset, clearly. I think a lot of us have realised what wellness means to us, whether it's standing still for a second or working from home or having the concept of time given back to us or time with friends and family. You know, I think wellness has become very much a priority for people. It's obviously a very personal definition. And post-pandemic, um, if there is such a thing, we will start to reevaluate all things in our lifestyle according to do they elevate my my wellness level, whether that's physical, mental, or even spiritual. You know, whereas Orchard Place is very much focused on various elements of Maslow's hierarchy, for example. So we have, you know, the kind of base of Maslow's hierarchy about nutrition and 
and things like that and exercise but also the importance of friends and family and community and those sorts of things are growing in importance i'd say because of the pandemic so being around loved ones and having physical contact with others and having relationships that are that are allow us to feel you know in, in new and interesting things and experience new and interesting things so there's a real 360 degree understanding i think emerging about what is wellness and you worked with a team at Northacre to come up with a strategy for Orchard Place at the Broadway, being the wellness capital of London, which is a really inspiring statement. Have you seen a shift in brands in general embracing human well-being? Yeah, it, it goes without saying that wellness is, I think, the ingredient. Along, alongside things like sustainability, it's an essential ingredient for any purpose and any mission by any business. So if you're talking about successful enterprise, then wellness has to be factored into the purpose of of something. And that's an internal and external dimension. So, you know, internally, the way that that the, the concept is run and operated and, and looked after and maintained, as well as the way that it then benefits those who come and visit or use its, its experiences. Brands, and this is very important because the type of partners that we're going to have at Orchard Place, retailers, hospitality companies, even those taking office space, they're all increasingly asking the question, does this elevate human wellness, i.e., whether they're a retailer or whether they're a restaurant or a bar or a gym or an office. So I think it's it's going to be not just a hygiene factor, but it is a redefinition of, of what it means to be in existence as a company. As you mentioned, it's it's a mixed-use development. So I guess, you know, there is there is an importance there that you're creating this uh, blended sort of balanced lifestyle. So uh, whether you sort of uh, live there or, or work there, live nearby, there's a whole scope of opportunity for people that want to embrace that destination. Would you say that's true? Yes. I, I think there's there's a, a slightly more mature uh, perception of wellness when it comes to prime developments it used to be the case of we have a juice bar or a gym and then that's tick the box i think there is a a more mature understanding of of just how broad the idea of wellness can spread so whether it's um whether it's playing or working or moving or beautifying or whatever it might be i think doing things well and doing allowing people to do those things well which is very much at the heart of the communications of orchard place some people are definitely raising eyebrows. I think some people are going to say, is that wellness? Is it absolutely? You know, so I think it's not just the literal dimension of wellness. It's also the slightly more intangible sides of wellness that I think locals, visitors and those who go to work there will appreciate in, in the coming years. It seems like people having a choice of well-being is important moving forward, considering what everyone has been through over the last few years. And I guess probably more so than just um, healthy eating and fitness. Would you agree with that? It obviously comes with a certain element of affluence that having the the kind of the the financial or the kind of physical affluence to be able to afford these sorts of things, yes. There are a lot of people who are obviously still trying to survive what's going on. But I think that more importantly, having the kind of time-based affluence, having the time back to say, I want to dedicate an hour a day to this or 15 minutes a day to being well, has a massive effect on people. And I think that's one of the, the positive effects of what's happened in the last 18 months has been people have had that time and they, they've started to say, I have priorities now and I'm not going to work all the hours of the day unless I have to. I'm going to prioritize friendships that mean something more to me. I'm going to buy certain things within my cupboard in my kitchen that are that are going to bolster my mental physical wellness. Or So there's a whole range of things that I think people have put to the top of their shopping list. 
Tom, sorry, I might put you on the spot here, but if I was someone that was looking at either living, working or enjoying Orchard Place at the Broadway as a destination in the future, could you help me visualise what that would, would look like? That's a good question. I think it requires a little bit of bravery, if I'm honest. I think if you are going to take an apartment there or work there or uh, maybe move to the area and that becomes your local environment that you go to, this is about a lifestyle. So I think it's it's indulging oneself and saying, how do you really enjoy all all asset, all facets of this prime development? Because it is a lifestyle. And a lifestyle doesn't mean an accessory shop or a, a fashion shop. It, it, it's every part of that. So throwing yourself in there, and, and obviously, you know, or maybe not obviously, but Orchard Place isn't going to be an elite destination. It is a very much an everyman experience. It should be an open, accessible thing to do. So that that side of embracing all all, all the aspects of it, I think, is important. And that means if you are living there, coming down and actually enjoying it and not just ordering up, that kind of thing. But the other side of it, which is, I think, critical, is it is a community. And I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised by the way that Orchard Place orchestrates communities, that it brings people together in maybe alternative or surprising ways. Those experiences that are maybe cultural or art-based or food-based or and I think more humans are starting to enjoy that village experience again, where they meet the unknown and they they exchange new and interesting stories and, and share experiences with others. And because it's an urban development, you know, you look at the definition of the word urbane and it means refined and courteous. And I firmly believe that more humans who are living in cities are refined, i.e. they're looking for better, but they're also courteous. And I really hope that in the coming years that more of us say, I want better for myself and others. And that sort of camaraderie, I think, is going to be very interesting. So in some ways, I think it's going to take people outside their comfort zone, but in a good way. Mm, it'd be really great to see how it all comes to fruition over the next few years. If I could ask you, can you answer a few quick questions just about wellness, health? I'm, again, I'm putting you on the spot here, but just quick answers so that we can get your your view on sort of wellness and well-being. So how do you define wellness? You asked for a short answer, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) Being the thinker. For me, I think wellness is when everything works how you want it to work. So my kids are fed, they're in bed on time, and I get some sleep. That that is, for me, that's a really important definition of wellness is everything's working. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's balanced and happy. But sleep, I think, is a very critical aspect of all of that. So moving on from there, what makes you feel happiest? Um, I am very happy in my own skin. So I, I, I love exercising um, and I've never been into team sports. So for me, being at the top of a mountain in Norway where I live is, is great. My wife and I go for a lot of long walks and that idea of not isolation, but just peace and quiet and the time to talk. I think walking and talking is one of the great aspects of wellness. And how do you prioritize wellness in your everyday I get up really early before everyone else wakes up and I go to the gym and that's quiet time. <laughs> I'm with you on that one before the whole world wakes. (laughs) (laughs) There's a sleep slash happiness theme. (laughs) How do you think people could practice and promote a more mindful life? I think if you're living in cities, you need to get out in nature more. I think it teaches us a lot about slowness and about consciousness. And I don't mean an environmentally friendly angle. I just mean that being rural minded in a city i think is a very important antidote to the craziness and the kind of urban aggressors so for me that would be an important one is spending time in nature and obviously something at orchard place is great because it has lots of gardens so that idea of just 
tranquility, I think, is important. And finally, what do you think the future of wellness looks like apart from Orchard Place? <laughs> Although that's <laughs> obviously part of the future as well. What would you say just in general? I think in general, I think it's a collective wellness dimension now i think we're going to move from individualistic approaches which is me and my six-pack or me and well, i don't have one but me and my wellness to are we all well and i think that's a big shift that's going to happen hopefully in developing economies very quickly fabulous thanks john thanks for joining us it's such a fascinating um, and interesting topic um, very much looking forward to actually speaking to a lot more um, people and thought leaders in the, in the future all about the choices we make um, to live a life of well-being <laughs>